0: Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host,
1: James Parker. Welcome to today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast. We're going to be going over different scenarios where people are trying to gift things to their children over the gifting exclusion amount sometimes they're trying to gift a house it's usually to get around some sort of tax issue with inherited assets so Gregory's going to teach you about the gifting limits and how it applies to your lifetime exclusion and how you're probably not going to be affected by it anyway we have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 48 this is episode 48 gregoryricks.com slash podcast 48 carry an old metairie how can we help you carry
2: Hi, guys. Um, I had a quick question for you. My husband and I, well, we're doing okay. We're retired, and we have some extra money that we would like to go ahead and pass down to our children. Well, they're not children. They're both out working on their own now. We wanted to know the best way to do that. We have one daughter who is actually an independent contractor and has a, a traditional IRA that we would add to that for her retirement, and and our other daughter just has a regular 401k with her, with her school that she works with. So, what would you advise? I know that we're able to both give them money without being taxed through the year, but do you have any advice on that?
0: Okay, so how are you planning to? What kind of money are you talking about on helping them? You're you're talking about putting money in the IRA, and others got a 401k. Are you looking to? Gift them money and trust them to do smart for the long term, or you're just wanting to gift and they do whatever they feel with it?
2: Well, um, we, of course, we've thought about their retirement. And like I said, we, um, with our our daughter that's an independent contractor, even though she can afford to add, you know, her own money to to that, we've been putting money in her traditional IRA. but now we just, we 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 can just gift it to them. We trust them with the money, but yet we would like to do something, you know, as far as investing or for their retirement, and we just wanted to know if you had any suggestions. I don't know if I'm really making any sense, but...
0: <laughs> you are. It's, a, it's okay, because we're kind of putting some ideas out there is what I feel you're doing, and, and that's good. Yeah. I, I, I think... A lot of people use, you know, on my day job, my firm, Gregory Ricks and Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, a lot of people like to have discussions, have an exchange of ideas and kind of go about it the way you did. Kind of say, yeah, I was thinking about doing this. So what do you think about how I could do that? And from a standpoint, you understand from the IRS standpoint, you not you cannot gift any one recipient more than 15000 in a year, if you're married, you and your spouse can each gift up to fifteen thousand to any one recipient. So, uh, I want to back up. What, if you don't mind me asking, and if you don't want to mm-hmm. share, that's okay. Kind of, what's the ballpark of your age and your husband's age? Um, we are about sixty-five. Okay. Uh, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna do a little test. How long you might live? How is your health? Anything. Uh, So
2: far, so good. Okay, (laughs) that's
0: all I need to know. We don't have to go any further. So you probably, one of you probably has another thirty years to go. One's going to live a little bit longer. If y'all are the same age, it's probably you, Mm -hmm. Carrie. In that case, so what kind of like? So are you retired? You are retired now. So so what I would delve in, and I I don't know that I'm going to go this far with you on the air. But, you know, the other question I would be looking at for this discussion, if we were setting down, I'm looking at how much do you have, how much income, how much is qualified, how much is going to be required of required minimum distributions when you turn 72, knowing on the back end uh, of life, the wind down part's going to cost even more money. And you could look flush right now. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. giving advice wanting to look further down the road than you might be looking at. And with that okay. said, uh, so I, I, I would guess your children's ages are probably around 40, something like that, I would um, guess. No, we
2: we started late. Um, we have a 25 and a okay, 30.
0: Okay, younger. So w- one thing about your lifetime and if, you do the right things what we hope is we do leave some money behind so uh-huh. you doing the right things through retirement making good decisions you are leaving money for their retirement when you and your spouse are done with it that's one thing to think about and uh-huh. along the way if you're helping them and they don't make good decisions and they don't put it towards retirement they say you know we're fine you know parents have money, we're going to have an inheritance, we're going to have help 30 years from now on that back end. So we don't, we got to be careful with that because we don't want them to fall into that thinking. But also, you don't need to fall into the thinking that we have a bunch, we're not going to need it later on. And honestly, you don't know how much you're going to need on the back end. Now, this conversation could be done in one way where let's say, Say you have a million dollars and, and you've got social security for each of you and, and maybe mm-hmm. there is a pension and taking mm-hmm. income from you're really comfortable and you look at that's a lot of money. I don't know that there's a lot of cushion there for that. This conversation mm-hmm. also could be on the other side that Carrie and her spouse have $4 million, but mm-hmm. they spend less than 100000 a year. And some of that's coming from Social Security and pension. Then that's a different conversation on the help because you do have extra out there. So you can see, I I can't quite help you, except I'm going to be cautious because I don't know which end of that spectrum you are. Even you could be lower than the first scenario. You could have more than the second, or maybe you're somewhere in the middle. And that's where more of a conversation, kind of why I hinted at the beginning of this conversation with you carrie is that that's what people sit down and talk to us about and when we know them we're kind of able to help and game plan this and um and i'll point out we also like to do this tax efficiently as well for both sides and take advantage of opportunities there that makes this work better that way also i just want to throw that into the mix is that helpful at all carrie
2: it is. I think I think part of what we were thinking is by, um, you know, slowly giving them money, say, you know, each 15 a year, that it would help with, you know, taxes as opposed to just getting it in lump sums once the day comes that we pass. But, you know... We're not, we're not really up to date on all yeah. the, the taxes. On, on the, and,
0: from a gifting standpoint, they w- will not have to pay taxes on it. If you gift more than that, why? you are responsible for the taxes. So that's one thing to think why? about it that way as why? well. So ho- hopefully this helps. And, you know, once again, you it and did. the listeners want to have more of an in-depth conversation, you know, call my office. We will help.
2: Sure will well, thank you for all the information, and I enjoy your show
0: thank you, Carrie for listening Bye-bye. bye 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 bye. That's a fun conversation, but it it's it, I would have to go drilling down for more information, so you know health is good they're young sixty five they're they're gonna need the money for a long time uh, There was a conversation I had years ago uh with a couple, and he uh you know, had pension and social security, and he had a big old 401k. And his thought was, you know, I want to give that 401k to the kids over the coming few years. And it's a good amount of money. And my pushback to him was, you don't know what you're going to need 20, 25 years from now. And about giving that out, if you need it back, is it or you're going to need some help, is that help forthcoming later if things get altered quite a bit? It's just, it's a question. I don't know the answer. They don't know that. That's why I asked that question is because they don't know that answer, but it's something you have to think about. And for Carrie and her husband, that may well work well helping because they may really have plenty of margin is how I'll define it out there.
1: Well, fifteen thousand—that's per parent per kid. So they can give each kid from the the
0: parents thirty grand a piece.
1: So they can slide them if they just do that once a year for five years. That each kid's yeah, getting they could. She that's wasn't nice going
0: there. She was looking at fifteen thousand for each kid, a total of thirty. But you know, if if they're really flush with money, because each parent can give fifteen thousand to each kid. Byron and
1: Destrahan, you are on Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Byron?
3: Uh, yes, I have a question. Y'all were just discussing uh, gifting to children and uh, the tax consequences of that. I had a situation here in, uh, last year where I gifted to my son and his wife to build a house. Um, and I gave probably in a neighborhood closer to 200000 Now, I understand the 15000 a year, and they don't have to pay taxes, and I have no tax consequence for that. But my understanding was, if you give more than that in a year, it comes off of your lifetime gifting, which, I don't know, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 million, which I'm probably not going to have to deal with. But um, there's a form, and if I recall correctly, it was the IRS Form 709 that you have to file with your taxes, showing how much you gave. But my question is, I don't have to pay taxes on that. It, doesn't that just go against your lifetime
0: gifting you are absolutely right about that and there's one of two ways you're either paying tax on it or you're reducing that gift you know the lifetime gift amount that you referred to
3: right now in this case i you know i paid for the property and then i gave them a down payment and closing and stuff when they built the home um and a lot of it was given to them in the form of a cashier's check. Um, and I had gone to an attorney, matter of fact, y'all attorney, about the situation with, with the uh, the gifting, and there was an act of donation, I believe, that I had done. So I should be okay as far as taxes, right? That's my biggest concern.
0: Right now, once again, it's a radio talk show. Financial guidance is given here, but I'll like we use Jude Heath for all things related to taxes he's a cpa firm in (coughs) new orleans area so once again you go to your tax professional to make sure this is done right but it sounds like you have your ducks in a row right there and by the way for uh the gift exclusion for 2021 is 11.7 million dollars for a couple so Wow. So, okay. it, well. so you could actually you can give away a pretty good bit of money. You just you'll you'll be whittling that down in right. in that case. But there's there is two parts to that. There's tax responsibility, and you're not. And if something you're giving to them, you know, has gains as such, or and, and that's not taxable. You know, like giving them stocks. You say, well, I can gift that to them, and that makes that gain go away that's going to be taxable no it when it gets sold it's still going to be taxed so keep that in mind you can't gift a tax liability away and and make it go away it does not do that but right but you're you're looking at it correctly and it was awesome that you could do that for them that that is yeah i
3: feel very fortunate in that respect so uh you know it's all about passing it on i guess
0: yeah i'm glad you called so we could talk about that clarification on that because I didn't drill down on that. I was more on the side of making good decisions and doing so because there's times where I've seen that where they get a bit carried away to the point that it impacts their retirement. And sometimes where and there's a situation I can tell you about in the past, and and I'm sure this happens more often, but as The couple that has the money, let's even pick on you, Byron, say you and your wife, where you're doing something and that's because of the cash flow and all that both of you are living and there's social security from both of you and and pension and so forth. But if, and you're able to do things on an ongoing basis, but what you also have to have in mind, what if one of you pass? And there was an example where, you know, the income, for a couple became tight because the husband had passed so there was not as much cash flow to sustain that gifting that they were doing for the kids which would in turn mean spending down the assets for the survivor so those things need to be looked at is this is this what you're doing sustainable as well your case was oh, sounds like a one time awesome help for that home. But we also have to think about if we're contributing regularly to helping them to make sure it, how it looks going down the road, kind of financial planning. Well, I'm defting. fortunate in that
3: respect too. I'm, I'm divorced and uh, 70 years old and I've got a pretty sizable pension. So, you know, I'm in, in pretty good shape to help them going forward. And that's why I was concerned mainly about the tax consequences. I don't want to shoot myself in the foot there, but, uh,
0: No, you got everything good, and Uh, and the number you gave out.
3: Every Saturday, and I really enjoy it.
0: Awesome, thank you for calling in and sharing, Byron. And the number he gave out on the lifetime was for a single person, and the number I gave out was for a couple in 2021. The lifetime exclusion of 11.7 million dollars, and of course, it's inflation adjusted. Email question to the show this morning. Here's the question. What happens to the gentleman who gave his children 200000 for their house and is planning on that being applied against his 5000000 million-plus limited inheritance tax? But when Biden, and I'm, I'm reading it word for word here, but then the Biden inheritance allowance drastically reduces the inheritance allowance, what happens to the man then and actually that's a really good question because I hadn't I, I'm sure I've thought about it, but we've never addressed it on the show. And I have got a topic, you know, so what if that uh state and gift tax exclusion reverts? So if you've been following this um, changes over the years, the gift tax exclusion amount over the past several years, you probably know that you can now give away during your lifetime or on your death $10 million adjusted for inflation on, on estate and gift tax free. The actual amount in 2019 was 11400000 or $22,800,000 for married couple. And it's actually higher for 2021. But here's a little bit more information on that. So this guy basically gifted 200000 Remember, the annual gift tax amount is 15000 And we had a caller earlier basically, well, what if I gift more? Am I responsible for the taxes? You can be, or it can be applied to your exclusion amount on your lifetime gift exclusion amount. So, in in that case, the increase in the state and gift tax is due to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was passed a few years back. But very m- much like the fairy godmother's warning in the story of Cinderella. The exclusion amount is currently set to revert back to its previous amount of five million dollars. And once again, adjusted for inflation at the stroke of midnight on December 31st, 2025. So what does that mean if a person were to gift their fir- full exemption amount of eleven million four hundred thousand in- and in twenty nineteen and die in twenty twenty six when the exemption reverts back to five million. The question has been whether the increased exemption amount was on loan to the taxpayer or permanently gifted. So if you made a gift of eleven million in twenty nineteen and died in twenty twenty six when the state exemption reverts back to five million, would you owe a state tax on that extra six million gift? Congress recognized the problem and gave the IRS authority and the TCJA to resolve this administratively. Hey, that Powerball winner in the Mega Millions last night, it was something like $975 million, almost a billion dollars. There's a winner in Michigan. So I wonder if they're giving a lot of that to family. That might They could use up their uh, gift exclusion really fast good thing that's kind of built in for when it reverts back. So, but here's the quote. Will it revert back? It can, may well do, because it would generate more tax revenue for Congress. So I thought that was a really great question. Tom and Laranja, you're on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Tom? Well,
4: I'm at an age where I'm considering what to do with my estate. It appears to me from hearsay that The current administration may raise the inheritance tax, so I'd like to try and avoid that. So I was thinking about taking my current estate, which would be my house primarily with the greatest value, selling it to my granddaughter at a very reduced price, have her give me a 50-year lease at a very reduced price. I would take care of all the insurance and um, maintenance to that place until that time that I'm gone, then the place... The house and all the assets would be hers anyway.
0: So, what's the value of this inheritance, Tom, that we're talking about here?
4: Probably one hundred fifty thousand.
0: Okay. What is your cost basis? What did you buy the property for? How much? Fifty-five thousand. And now it's worth one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So, why are you wanting to sell it to her at a reduced price? Are you going to leave it? What if you died? tomorrow are you leaving it to her yeah okay it's gonna be her anyway okay well you know one thing about it is until the law changes and it's been this way for ever too long but for a long long time that they receive a step-up basis so when she inherits it she inherits it at its current market value so she will not owe any tax on that property whatsoever did you are you aware of that
4: no i wasn't aware of anything that's kind of why i was just floating that idea okay. out there just to, it i mean to me it sounds like a good idea but then it's been, it sounds like kind of a rudimentary idea based on what the current conditions are at the time
0: yeah so the, in essence you open up another can of worms on, on the gifting of a property and the irs is going to say you're doing it at uh fair market value, not discounts and and this rent. If there was, I was looking for some other purpose you were doing this far and then you would have to, because it's more than 15,000 and then you have to use your lifetime exemption. But if it's going to her anyhow, you don't have to really do anything except have proper documents to, hey, this is who my stuff goes to. This is who my house goes to. This is who my car goes to and uh the pet too you you need proper documentation and then she gets a step up basis there's no tax to be owed unless they change the law and i don't think that's happening
4: so the best thing to do is just let the will my will take care
1: of all that yep all right can i can i talk about Tom behind his back but he can still listen to this He's in a $150,000 yeah. house. Does he have $11 million in assets somewhere
0: else that he should be even be worried about the estate tax? You know, what we have is a lot of fear out there. You know, they're going to get me on the inheritance tax. I want to get this to the kids, and but I don't want it to be taxed. And, and James brought up the point of the lifetime exemption is $11.588 million. So that means only a few people have to worry about that. Everybody else, the assets are going to move and have a step-up basis. And a lot of people don't realize that on real estate. And one thing she should do is when you pass away, Tom, is she should get an appraisal on the property to establish the value at the time of death within a few months of death and that establishes that step up value it's now moved up to and if she sells it for more than the step up in the future she's only taxed on that
4: if the value of the property is let's say the 150 again but at the time of the appraisal it's 175 so she's only open for that difference in in taxable value
0: now follow me here you bought it say for fifty-five thousand. it's worth 150 now when you die it's worth 175 because that's what the appraisal says at death it's 175 right. not what it's worth now when you die and then she sells it 10 years later for 200,000 she's only going to have tax exposure from a capital gain standpoint on 25,000 okay i see okay all right
1: thanks for Makes the call, Tom. Awesome. All right. That's going to about do it for today's show. Thank you very much for hanging out with us and learning a little bit more about the rules when you pass stuff down and how your assets will be taxed and gifting exclusions. Quick reminder we have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 48. Gregoryricks.com slash podcast 48.
0: But I do have a day job that goes with that. I'm a financial advisor, money manager, IRA Sherpa in a sense help people with all these types of questions regarding the required minimum distributions how to handle rollovers how to set it up how to grow it where are you on your financial path do you know where you're headed how is it going to look when you get there what is your risk number my office number is 504-832-9200 or go to gregoryricks.com thanks for hanging out today We do this six days a week. Catch all of our episodes live and on podcast with winningatlife.com and the Winning at Life app. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Rixon Associates, W.J. Delanchard Law, LLC, J. Heath and Company, and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Rickson Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Rickson Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.